Welcome to the Kitty Talks podcast. Every week, I interview top thought leaders who are changing the world with their work. They're doing their dharma, they've uncovered their purpose, and they've created the most amazing lives. Now, what I do is I interview them to show how they transitioned into the work that they are doing on the planet today. This will empower and inspire you to do the same. Everybody has a dharma, everybody has a purpose. By listening to our interviews, you will tune into yours and you will create the life of your dreams. Now, if you're having a little problem with that and you don't quite know where to start, then please come and join our Do Your Dharma community. We're launching the course again in March. It's an eight-week online course. Such a beautiful community of people who are doing that course. And the course takes you through. It understands and shows you and demystifies the subject of Dharma for you. Because when you understand the Dharmic principles, you can use those in your life, basically to keep yourself at the top of the emotional vibrational scale, to show you how to create the life of your dreams. There's some really simple formulas and success tips that I teach within the course and you get to uncover your purpose, you get to create a vision for your life and you have a community of people standing by your side to help that come to fruition. So if you haven't already, come and join my Facebook group on Facebook or come and follow me at Kitty Talks on Instagram or apply at doyourdharma.co.uk if you're interested in doing the course. See you on the other side. Welcome to this week's episode of Kitty Talks Solar Cast. What is in a name? So you may or may not have listened to my podcast with Estelle Avas. I interviewed her before Christmas. If you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. Estelle Avas is an expert in the field of Chaldean numerology. She has studied it for about 20 years and she helps women change their name through numerology to help them be successful in their life and career. Now, I'm no stranger to numerology. I've had various numerology readings over the course of my life and I love it. It's totally in alignment with my belief system. I believe everything is energy. And if you think about how the premise of numerology and how it works is It's saying that everything is energy and everything has a vibration and actually numbers have a vibration. And the numbers that you have within your name and the numbers that you have within your birth date are representative of your life path and also representative of your life. So when I interviewed Estelle recently, it really got me thinking, like, for those of you who know me, like I'm very committed to becoming the highest, best version of myself in this lifetime. You know, it's something that I want to walk my talk in. And also having this platform, I want to share my experiences so others can grow and others can learn and others can say, wow, I want to do that too. Or Ooh, that's not for me. So when Estelle came on the show, I got her to do a reading for me privately. 
I always, just so you guys know, I always check out the people I'm bringing on the show. So what I mean by that is if I bring somebody onto the show, the chances are I've worked with them because integrity is very important to me also. And I want to make sure that if I bring them on the show, I've worked with them. So I know that they're good. I know that that person that I am highlighting to you is somebody that personally I would want to work with. Therefore, I'm comfortable for you guys to know about them. So I did a I did a reading with Estelle about my name and it was absolutely fascinating. So in numerology, your birth date is classed as your life path. So the date that you were born can't be changed. And also it dictates almost like your purpose in this lifetime. Obviously, very in alignment with what we talk about on Kitty Talks. So when I did my reading with Estelle, my birthday is 8877. And the eights figure very prominently in my birthday. And eight has always been my lucky number. And what was fascinating, what she told me was that actually the number eight has a lot going for it. But in its younger years, if you imagine the eight is the, is the symbol of infinity. And when the energy is flowing from the heavens, so from, from the spiritual into the material, if you imagine with an eight, you've got the top and it flows into the bottom. Now, when the energy flows from the spiritual and is grounded in the material, somebody with an eight in their um, life path or destiny number can be very fortunate. Um, but what can happen in the younger years is when you don't actually know about the spiritual and when you don't actually exist in that spiritual world and you're purely existing in your material world, then you can feel blocked. And that really resonated with me because obviously the, up till about 28, before I had my spiritual awakening, I was literally operating in the material world and I did feel very blocked. That was when I had my um, drug and alcohol problems where I always knew there was something more to life, but I couldn't, I wasn't connected to it. And so it was very fascinating. And what Estelle went on to tell me was that essentially with regards to my purpose and my life path, I'm totally in alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm also a 22 in numerology, which is about big projects. And that number also changes to a 40 when I get over sort of 35. And that's all about being a reformer of society. And I do consider myself with the work I'm doing, I'm changing old paradigm patterns. You know, we've been taught on the old paradigm that we can't make a living from what we love and work is supposed to be hard. And I do believe that I'm breaking those paradigms down by showing people who are truly doing what they love and being really successful at it and doing their dharma and actually how incredible life can be when we have the courage to follow our purpose. So the reading was really, really profound for me and everything that she described around my life path, my birth date, I was doing and I was in the positive of the numbers and the vibration. But I'd also said to her, there were some things that I was really keen to that I was working on that, that I couldn't necessarily get a handle on in my life. And I would like to understand, you know, how I could transform those. And one of those things was feeling comfortable in my own skin. Now, this may sound very strange to some people, or you may completely resonate with it, but I popped out in this world and in this lifetime feeling almost very like I didn't belong in my own body. That's a very strange, weird thing to say, but I've always felt quite disconnected to who I am. And even when I look in the mirror, I don't kind of recognize myself. It's a very odd thing to say out loud. But when Estelle did my numbers, she could actually see this within 
my numbers, the self-love, the self-doubt, the unworthiness, all the stuff that I've kind of felt for a very, very long time was within my name. So my name by birth is Kate Waters. And within that name, she could see the vibration almost of this uneasiness. I actually have 12-3 in my name twice. And that also dictates the problems that I had with drugs and alcohol and with food. Food is something that has also been quite difficult for me over the course of my lifetime. And these are things that I've worked. I feel, you know, personally, I've worked very hard on myself. And I have also done a lot of transformation work. And this was still something I couldn't quite get to grips with. My weight would go up and down. I'd be good for a period of time. I'd lose weight. I put it on. I felt like I was in this yo-yo. Has anybody ever listened to this, ever felt they were kind of in like Groundhog Day? You're going round and round and round in your own kind of experience of life. And she could also see this in my numbers. So that was fascinating to me that that was almost in my vibration And so very difficult to transform if you're literally walking around in your name and your name is kind of almost vibrating at that level. And then the final thing that I'm I'm really working on is my husband and I have been practicing for the last year to have a baby. And I like to say practicing because for me, that's it's the fun bit, you know, so nothing doing yet, but I know they're coming. And when Estelle looked at my numbers, she could really see that I had quite a masculine core within my numbers. Now, this can also make it more difficult to get pregnant. So this all fascinated with fascinating for me. And her reading really resonated with me. Like I've had a lot of numerology readings, but this was spot on. You know, it's almost like she was inside my head. And so I decided to take the plunge. I thought, well, you know, what have I got to lose? Now, how this works is... What she can do is talk to you about what your ideal life experience would be and where you're going and what you're trying to achieve. And obviously she can see your purpose. She can see your life path path details. She knows what you've come to this life to work on. And what she can do is then create a name that supports you with a positive vibration. Now, all, all numbers have negative and positive. It's whether we are living into the positive of them. But some numbers are shouldn't be, or some vibrations are more difficult as names. So what she can do using the technology that she's got, because she's actually built her own technology, is she can um, create a name that sits on top of your, obviously, your birth date, which doesn't change. And that name is more supportive within what you are trying to achieve. So... It was a really interesting process because I'm very impulsive. And right at the beginning, I decided I wanted to do it. And I was like, right, I'm going to just go for this. And then I basically had to then think about it. And I had to look at it because it's a very big thing, changing your name. So apparently what you can also do is you can you have to change your date or sorry, your name by depot and the central register. So that's essentially what I've done. But you don't necessarily have to change it. You know, people aren't going to call me by my new name. I'm still going to be called Kitty. It's the name I'm known by. And I kind of asked, how does this work? And she said, well, things like your passport are very imperative that you change longer term. And also things like your kind of banks. But if you don't change your gym card and you don't change some of the other stuff, then it's okay. So what Estelle did is my husband's name is Surfleet, S-U-R-F-L-E-E-T. And we got married last year. And obviously, I wanted to incorporate his name into my name, because one of the things that's really interesting, which I didn't realize, is when you get married and you take on your partner's name, you're actually sharing the same vibration and the same energy. And that can really help a partnership because you are actually under the same umbrella almost. Now, my partner's name, Surfleet, means strong leader. 
So it's a really good, she liked it. She thought it was a really good vibration and she said she could work with it. So what she did was she came up with the ideal name for me, which would support my life path. Now, then I went through this, oh my God, I can't lose my first name. I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose either Kate or Kitty. So I really had to do a bit of soul searching. And the place I got to was, if you're going to do these things, you want to do them in style. Because if you say you hold on to your name, say you held on to an aspect of your name and it wasn't quite right, she would have to balance it. And it just means that your vibration isn't as strong as it possibly could be. Um, And you know, she was basically advising me, if you're going to do this, I suggest you do it properly. And I kind of ummed and ahed and looked at different names. And, and actually, when I when it came down to it, I decided if I was going to do this, I need to do it properly. And so that meant the choice of names that I had was very thin and very small. There wasn't so many of them. But I knew very quickly, straight away, what the name was I wanted and what were the ones off a list because you get to choose off a list. She she generates it through the system. She generates it through a computer and you get to choose off a list of what your names are. So, So that's what I did. I chose the name that I wanted and now I'm going to tell you the fun bit because literally when you change your name she said as soon as you do it as soon as you speak to Depot, as soon as you literally register your name the changes are made but what happens is she explained it like having two pieces of music playing because you change your name but obviously you've got quite a lot of other things that are still in your old name so for about a year or two you're almost growing into the new vibration of the new name And it can be like you've got two places of music playing. So it's almost like sometimes you can have the two different vibrations are playing at the same time. And so it can be quite a lot initially. And if you're depending on how sensitive you are and how much you notice these things will depend on what you really experience. So when we went through the name changing process, the name that I got, you know, the whole point of it was to support pregnancy to support my relationship with my husband to support abundance to support my mission to support I actually have a the following your your passion number within my name now how cool is that it was to help me clear out the addiction problems that I had from birth the food problems that I had from birth and really just to support my life path you know I've know I've come here to be a reformer of society and help break down those old paradigms how exciting so what happened well the day I changed my name uh, I had friends over for dinner actually and I changed my name I did it by Depot and you ring up and you get about different about well you can ring up and you can get like a certificate to say you change your name and that's how you legally then write off to other places to show them but what was the strangest thing for me the day I changed my name had friends over for dinner got ready and then halfway through the night I went to the toilet and I went to the toilet and I looked in the mirror and it was really odd it was like somebody different was looking back at me and this will only well I don't know actually how many people this will resonate with because you probably never change your name but I looked in the mirror and I felt comfortable and I looked at myself and I thought wow you look really pretty and that is not something that I normally think to be perfectly honest with you and it's not something I usually experience when I look in the mirror and it was like I'd almost come home I looked at myself and I looked at myself differently and so that was very freaky because that was literally the day I changed my name so that was the first thing I really noticed and then the other thing I really noticed is quite quickly my mindset was really amazing like I just was feeling amazing about life and abundance and I just felt you know everything is happening so beautifully and perfectly and I was just in this amazing space 
And I was due to travel probably about four weeks after I had changed my name. And at this point, I'd only actually just done it by depot. I hadn't changed anything else. So my passport was still in my old name. Now, Estelle had warned me that when you change your name, um, if you travel under your own old passport, you, you, what is, if you imagine it's like traveling under the old vibration. So she said, you, you might notice that it feels a little bit uncomfortable, almost like you, you've, it's like wearing a jacket that's too tight, was the way she described it to me. And to be perfectly honest with you, I did not think anything more of it. And, you know, and I'm in this and I'm still a bit skeptical. I'm still like, really, does this stuff bloody work? So, you know, I'm very much trial and error with this. So what happened is I went to Prague with my sister and my mum and my mum's best friend. And I got there and the day after I got there, my phone broke. Now, that's not unusual, but it was a brand new phone. I literally, I think I got it about five weeks before. And when I was speaking to my husband on my sister's telephone, I realised I'd left my keys at home and that actually I was locked out of the house. And my husband was going away as well. So I wasn't going to be able to get in my own house when I got home from Prague because he was going away for a week on a silent meditation retreat. And I was just going away for a weekend. And I had a real paddy. Like I, I lost it. Like I was really like, ah! I can't believe it. Oh my God. Like I just was not very centered and not, no, I just didn't handle it very well. If I'm perfectly honest, my poor husband got the brunt of it. He had to sort of send the keys by post. And of course we were worried they won't get back in time. And so that was a real kind of wobble. And then I spent the rest of Prague trying to sort out a phone because obviously I run my business from my phone. So I needed a phone. And then weird things also happened when I was in Prague. Like I, I could feel when I looked in the mirror at the beginning of the weekend, again, I felt very comfortable and everything felt good. And my vibration felt very high and expansive. But over the course of the weekend, I started to notice that I could notice the energy of money. And what was fascinating is I noticed how how my mum and my sister and they behave around money. And I noticed that they were fearful of money and that they were kind of almost scared of it a little bit and I could feel how that affected money and why money didn't flow to them may sound completely crazy but what also I felt was it's almost like I felt my vibration drop and um, dissipate over the course of the weekend because by the end of the weekend I found myself you know I never look at splitting bills I never count pennies I just I have an innate belief that we are wealthy and we we will always be wealthy and so for me I don't go into the energy of that type of behavior where you're, you know, working out what you had and what I had and, oh, you had 50p more than me. It just doesn't, it's not me. But interestingly, I found myself by the end of the weekend behaving a little bit more like that. And I'd also gone back into some of my sort of family patterning with my sister and we'd had an argument, which was hilarious. So I was very pleased to come off the back of that trip. And what was really freaky for me when I landed, my sister had said was staying with me. And obviously we were worried about whether we could even get into the house. And she was desperate to get a certain train because we were getting the train from Gatwick to my house. And she was like, right, let's get, make sure we get this earlier train. Let's, because it's a lot, you know, she wanted to get, I don't know why she was obsessed with getting this train. But anyway, long story short, we landed in Gatwick and we ended up landing 30 minutes earlier than we were supposed to. And because we'd landed 30 minutes earlier, we walked off the plane. There was no traffic at passport control. So simple, so easy. 
our bags. Now, I always use my um, angels when it comes to bags. And this was no no difference, but they were seriously on fire. My bags, our bags came out, I would say the second or third bag of everybody's off the plane. With Then when we went to the station, we ended up getting an earlier train than we'd anticipated because of it. And we sat on this train and there's, it just felt like everything had gone back up into this higher vibration and everything was supported because everything just flowed beautifully. And we sat on the train and where I live, you there's a fast train to where I live and there's a slow train to where I live, but it's the train splits. But anyway, long story short, we were in the wrong part of the train and the lady, a lady came past and said, um, oh no, you need to be in the other part of the train. And if she hadn't come past like an angel telling us we'd have got on the slow train, but it was like my angels were with me and she was one of them. And she just told us, oh no, you need to get on the plane and go the other direction. Train, sorry. So it was very odd because I'd gone from feeling really squeezed and really tight and really uh, on holiday to making sure when I landed, it was like whoosh back into this beautiful flow of life that I'd been experiencing before I left. So that was absolutely fascinating to me. And I contacted Estelle when I got back, the lady who does the name changes. And she said, wow, yeah, she said, that's definitely the type of thing you would experience with your traveling under your old passport. So it was a very fascinating experience for me, but it was one that I made sure that I actually changed my passport as soon as I got back because I thought I'm never, ever traveling under the old name again. So this is just to sort of share my experience with you. I'm going to do regular updates on this because hopefully you'll find it interesting. I'm going to have Estelle back on the podcast later in the year, and then we're going to go through and do an update on just so she can tell you a bit more about this name stuff. But, you know, watch this space. You know, the reason I did this was to help me fulfill my purpose, was to help me get my message out there, you know, was to help me get pregnant, was to help my food and alcohol issues. And so we're only about, it's what, January. I think I did it in November. So I'm three months in. So that was my observations in the last three months. Now, this can take a couple of years before you grow into the full vibration of your new name. So I will continue to update you and... um share with you my experience but so far so good the only downside to this is of course the the actual admin that you have to do because in this country you have to do everything individually so I'm kind of in between heart one name and another Uh, a good friend of mine Christine Elvig has also done this and she's in Denmark but in Denmark it's one process so where you change your name they change everything if only the UK was that um, organized but yes so watch this space it's very important to me, as I said, to walk my talk. So I will keep sharing with you my experiences. But yes, what is in a name? Well, a damn sight more than we possibly realized. If you haven't already, please come and connect with me on Instagram, kitty underscore talks. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this podcast. I know it might sound a bit weird and a bit freaky. And why would you want to do that? But the other thing that I'm really fascinated with and I'm going to do is if you imagine if I didn't, if we, if we become conscious of how we name a person, you know, this is another way of us really helping the planet. Because for me, with my children who are coming, I know they're coming, they're going to get vibrationally attuned names. So I will wait until they're born see what their birth path is because obviously the date we need to see when they're born and then I'll be then I'll name them with a name that supports their mission 
Now, we haven't seen the impact of this yet on the planet, but as people become more conscious, as people sort of see how we can use these ancient arts in modern day times to support our growth and support life and support healing the planet as well as ourselves, then we'll see the impact of this. So, you know, my children will be born with the right names to support the life path that they've got. Now, this won't mean they won't have karma, they won't have challenges, but they've got a damn good start, you know. So anyway, I'd love your thoughts. This is a bit bonkers, it's a bit out there, but I wanted to share. So keep me posted and let me know what you think. Have you done anything like this? I'd love to hear from somebody who has done this and the impact that it's had on their life. So join us at the Kitty Talks podcast or join us in our Facebook group or on on Instagram. Much love to you. Thank you so much for listening to the Kitty Talks podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode and I too hope you were inspired to take action towards your dream life. You know, all it takes is aligned daily action towards your dreams and they will come to fruition. They will be created. You are an energetic being and you're more powerful than you've ever been taught. If you want some help and support, come and join us. Doyadharma.co.uk. Apply now. We're taking applications and we're going to help you, support you creating a dream life. This is why you came.